0: You are going to be the best mom. I have an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071s new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Thank you for joining us for The Mom Show here on My Talk 107.1. I am Miss Shannon and reminding you what we do here at The Mom Show because it is for moms, it is for my talkers, but it's just for people who do really can use some great information that can really just kind of help you on that foundation of just having a more peaceful existence sometimes because a lot of things we know, we know just enough information to make ourselves dangerous and to probably keep us up at night. So we have a rotating panel of experts that come through and talk about a variety of topics and today we are joined from Health Foundation's birth Center, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass is with us again. Hello, Dr. Amy. Good morning. I am so glad that you are here because you are, whenever I save up all my questions on should I take this, should I put this in my kids' food, should I do that? I save them all up until I see you and you Uh always are a wealth (laughs) of information. Thank you. And so uh, we have been progressing through this winter schedule and I'm sure that things have been a little bit different over at Health Foundation Birth Center, but have we been encouraging people to come in and get their women's wellness checks? Are we just working on things in general, I know you have some great events that are going to be coming up very soon. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we, you know, just because we had a polar
1: vortex doesn't yes. mean babies quit coming. <laughs> right? So we've still had lots of babies at the birth center. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, we talk about that we're Health Foundation's birth center. And when you hear birth center, like, oh, yeah, they do maternity care. Right. But I always like to remind women and families that we also provide women's health. Right. So... Even if it's just general health needs, annual exams, breast exams, you're worried about your thyroid, all of those sorts of things you can actually come see us for, too.
0: Oh, I'm glad you mentioned the thyroid because I had bugged my doctor about that because I had gained a little weight. And I'm like, can I blame this on my thyroid or do I have to blame it on the cookies? Yeah. So it's nice to go. I have these additional questions that are okay to ask.
1: Oh, I think mm-hmm. it's great to ask those questions. And sometimes we look at it from a just a little different perspective and we, we do a little bit more investigating of what right. those things might be or look like. And so, but it's great because you get to spend time with us, ask us questions. You don't feel rushed. It's in a comfortable environment. So it doesn't feel sterile and unwelcoming and so come and see yes.
0: Well speaking of questions if you have any questions that you would like to uh, share with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass you can call us at 651-641-1071 that's 651-641-1071 and um, today we're actually not super focusing on moms we're going to focus on grandmas right? We are because Mm
1: -hmm. today it's talking about becoming a grandma right and it's really how moms and daughters interact and what they talk about and how they maybe support each other and offer information so grandmas know their new role. Right. Right. Because sometimes like when I think when my kids were little and I was having um, Liam and Isla, you know, my mom's experience was very different being a new mom. Right. Then my I mean, here's an example. Let me just tell you. So we went shopping one day. Yes. Um, so my you mom and, and I. your mom. Okay. Yes. And we went into the big box store, Babies R Us. Right. And I think we walked in the door and maybe just paused for a minute of the overwhelm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you look around and there's 20 different car seats and 50 different strollers. And you're like, oh. Oh my gosh, (laughs) what did we just walk into? You know, I was a little bit more prepared. I'd kind of been in the stores, you know, I'd been reading the books and um, all of those sorts of things. But when my mom was a new mom, they didn't have all of that stuff, right? you know, or the choices or any of that. And so it was kind of like a whole new learning curve for her about what that would mean her being a
0: grandma plus there's probably been a number of societal shifts and community shifts on what we kind of do now in the parenting structure versus what our parents did they did the best they had with the resources they had but we'd probably think a little differently about some of the things so having them go no you need to do it my way or do this or why don't you give them that there's There's things I'm like, no, Mom, I'm not doing any of that.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we do have something coming up. We have a grandmother's tea coming up on February 23rd. It's at 1.30 at the birth center. We've partnered with Welcome Baby Care. Okay. And it's specifically a class designed to prepare grandmas for their new roles as a grandparent.
0: I think that's really fun because it's, you know, they're... I know that people make a lot of jokes about basically once you get to be a grandma, that just means you get to give them sh- sugar and food and all of these things and just play with them and not actually be helpful. But I know that that's <laughs> right. not the goal of a lot of grandparents. You know, right. they really want to be a resource to not only their new grandkids but to their 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 you know sons and daughters that are starting this new journey.
1: Oh yeah, and you know it's gonna talk. Um, the class is gonna talk about things like sleep and baby wearing and the latest techniques for developing that bond and. How to, I mean, it really truly comes down to how to interact with your daughter. Right. Right. So it feels like a really good, strong relationship.
0: Dr. Amy, do you think that having classes like this will help, you know, from, a a, again, that bringing in that whole societal idea, that whole, you know, you don't have to feel like, you know, she's gotten a lot better at it. But I kind of felt my mom was a little judgy, Mm -hmm. you know, because I wasn't doing things the way she would used to do things. Right.
1: And I think. I think one way to think about it is, it was outside of her comfort zone, right? And I think sometimes it's like, well, this is what I know, this is what I did, right? And um, and
0: you turned out fine, (laughs) so why aren't you doing what I had, you know, I did back in the day,
1: or you know, maybe just not being aware of some of those things too. Um, But I think there's lots of changes. And so I think sometimes when there's a little bit of overwhelm and there's lots of changes and as a new grandma, you're learning a lot of new things and they're not the the way that you did things necessarily. Yeah, it does sometimes come across that way.
0: I bet you that it helps too, as you were talking about having that new grandma, you know, bond with your kid Mm -hmm. who's now starting this journey. I mean, I remember that there's, you're already trying to figure out how to be a mom yourself. There was a lot of tension between my mom and I for a little while there because I'm still dealing with all my hormones. I'm tired because of the baby. I think my mom's supposed to be helping it on my side, but she necessarily wasn't doing what supporting me in the way that I thought I was supposed to expect. So it was really tense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think um, it's it's life is about two things sometimes, especially I think sometimes for newer moms. Communication and expectations. Right. Right. And so um, in, the pre, in our prenatal care, when we talk to moms, especially a lot of times first time moms, when they're starting to go through this transition and this journey and that topic comes up where they might um, be worried or concerned about how to talk to their mom about something, that new grandma about something. Right. Whether it's where they're delivering, how they want to deliver that, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about postpartum rest and what that can mean, how new grandmas can help moms with that. Or even simple things like, oh, my goodness, all the hot buttons of parenthood, right, are also right. often the hot buttons with grandparents. Right. And so I really encourage women to have a, a really open line of communication And know what they want. And so if it's something like, you know, one of the things we're going to talk about today is sleep. If you're co-sleeping with baby and that's something that maybe your mom, that new grandma is not necessarily comfortable with or heard of. Right. It's giving some information, but also starting to plant those seeds. Early. Right. Right. And so lead up to
0: it. Yeah. Okay. And,
1: you know, give her an opportunity to learn, to adjust. Because I think sometimes, too, that expectation is well, I'm giving you the information. This is what I'm choosing. Now get up to speed, Grandma. (laughs) Right. You know, sometimes that works, but sometimes, and a lot of times in life, right? We need that opportunity to digest the information a little bit, um, to help our our mindset shift a little bit. And when we hear it, and we hear little tidbits over time, we're able to get to
0: that end goal a lot easier. So maybe new grandma needs to ease into the water instead of just dive off sometimes. of the board. Got yeah. it. And I Got think sometimes
1: it. if daughters can maybe uh, take it from that viewpoint too. Um, that you need to communicate your needs and help with the
0: information, but sometimes give them, give grandmas a little time to to catch up. Right. So I, I get that. I get that. Cause it is, you know, and it's probably a, Something that you have to deal with right at the beginning, but just kind of check in like a lot of things you mentioned before, periodically throughout the relationship, you know, because that's what it is. It's still a relationship that you're going, Okay, well, now they're six months. Now they're two years old. Now they're this. Yeah, because
1: now it's food introduction or what school are we going to pick or potty training or there's always corners that families are turning where it's a new opportunity for conflict
0: (laughs) well we have to go to our first break so when we get back dr amy what are we going to cover
1: we're going to start um just talking a little bit about how grandmas can support their daughters with some postpartum rest
0: all right and we're also ready for your questions the number again is 651-641-1071 we'll be right back on the mom show with dr amy johnson grass Thank you again for joining us on the Mom Show on My Talk 1071. You can also find this episode and previous episodes my at wa- mytalk1071.com, keyword Mom Show. Today, joined from Health Foundation's Birth Center by Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass again. And uh, you are here giving some advice not only to moms this time, but actually grandmas as well, because you have a great event that's coming up very soon.
1: Yes, so we do. We have this Grandmother's Tea on February 23rd. It's at one we We've partnered with Welcome Baby Care and this class is really designed to help grandmothers figure out their role about being a grandparent. Right. So it's going to talk about sleep, baby wearing, latest techniques to have that strong bond with baby and your daughter. Right. And so, you know, we're hitting some other things here on t- on uh, the mom show today, but come and bring your daughter, have, you know, a nice tea and just you know, kind of learn some new information about shifting into that new role. Right.
0: Hopefully this is a great icebreaker for grandmas and uh, daughters as well. I think well. that's
1: exactly right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's not one of them starting the conversation. Right. It's somebody else starting that conversation and kind of already pointing out, you know, Welcome Baby Care does an amazing job. I think of, of that education piece and really giving that opportunity to point out these are kind of the biggest topics that we see that right. grandmas and daughters should maybe start that conversation about.
0: And it's really good to know it's not just you. Because when you're in that scenario, a lot of times you go, oh, no, I'm the crazy person because you're right. not part of a community that reminds you lots of people have dealt with this. It's right. not, you know, an odd thing. You know, nothing is out of the norm. The baby's going to do what the baby does. Right. So. You know, especially you've mentioned this before, especially if you watch a lot of TV shows, we just get this particular image in (laughs) mind, right? Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, and I think, you know, I was reading some blogs um, about the modern grandmother. Oh, what is that? (laughs) um, Just, you know, really how it it really kind of gets back to this social media TV idea of what our roles are, right? Okay. What is our role as a mom? What is our role as a grandma? And this blog this morning that I was reading, it was it was titled The Modern Grandma. She's like, sure, I want to be there for my daughter. I want to be there for my grandkids. But what people don't realize about grandmothers is they still live the life. Right. Right? And they're not... <laughs> This woman was saying, "I'm in my sixties, I love to travel, I do yoga, I'm still working. <laughs> you know, I do all of these things um that that my role is not only grandma at this point in right. my life, and I thought that was really interesting and something that maybe I think I wish I would have heard a long time ago. Okay, I don't know why a light bulb went off this morning. I'm like, Well, yeah, of course, my mom can't come every time I ask her to come or cookies or whatever it is right that's a kind of a funny expectation to have as a daughter right? yeah that
0: we would just transition once you get to that i have a baby now it's your job to always be at my beck and call yes fair enough Mm -hmm. yeah and i think so but you know i think like
1: you said tv social media just as we talk about how childbirth looks and what that looks like um And how postpartum, how these models show up two weeks after they've had a baby wearing their skinny jeans. Yet so far from reality, let me just say that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It does the same thing, I think, as far as what a new mom should look
0: like and what a grandma's role should look like. Right. And And the reality is I just don't think that those... Those are the roles that we play. Well, you can help be part of that conversation if you want to be part of their grandmother's tea event going at Health Foundations Birth Center. It's February 25th. It's only 23rd. I'm sorry, February 23rd. Only $25 per person. Yep. Um, And you can get more information if you go to health-foundations.com. Make sure you get some information there. And sign up for you and your daughter. Go there and then just have a little tea. Yes. Get together. it would be a very ladylike event. Good information. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we going to distill today? What do you
1: want to start with first? You know, I want to talk about something that not a lot of providers or in general people talk about, and that's postpartum rest. Ah, yes. Okay. Because um, what I find is, one, you know, when we talk about what we want our women to do after they have a baby and what rest means, it's a learning experience and process for them. Okay. And then when that is relayed to grandmas, it's a it's a much different mindset. Because what we talk about rest, I say for the first week, you should really be at home around your bed. You know, you shouldn't be in the kitchen making food, walking up and down a lot of stairs. Right. You should really be resting. Okay. And um, if you're breastfeeding, you know, feeding on demand, but just really resting. Okay. And then that second week, it's one outing a day. So target and back or pediatrician and back, just not target pediatrician lunch. That's three outings.
0: Okay. Got it. <laughs> I got it.
1: Because you have to remember you have been pregnant and growing this baby for nine months. And then your body went through this whole transition. And oh, wait, I should back up. You don't only grow a baby. You grew a placenta, a whole other okay. organ. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, your body goes through this whole delivery experience, which is like running a marathon. Yes. Right. And then there's all of these hormonal shifts and body shifts after baby's born and your milk comes in and all of these other changes happen. And so, you know, to really talk about resting for two weeks is not unreasonable.
0: Yeah. And it really does seem like I remember the. It it felt like I was supposed to go home and then just hit the ground running and go back to life as usual, like with a baby, you know, in a carrier, you know, that I was going around. I was supposed to swaddle them into a little sack and then (laughs) roll, like just go back like everything was fine.
1: And, you know, what we find is women who maybe don't have that opportunity to rest or understand what that can feel like, because I hear women all the time say, oh, but I didn't do that and I was fine. Right. Well, sure. But. What would have it felt like if maybe you did? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a different it's a different reality. But, um, but the, the piece that I, I always stress is, you know, it helps your body heal. It helps some of those transitions happen. You know, those first two weeks are the hardest, right? You know, there's a lot. You're sleep deprived, and if it's your first, you're learning maybe how to breastfeed, or who knows what comes up in those first two weeks. But you're learning a lot. And there's lots of transitions. And then after those first two weeks,
0: things start getting better. And I like the way you describe that. Like, you, we, I think a lot of times as moms, as women, we do say we're fine. Yes, technically I'm fine, but I could be better. Yeah. I'm just accustomed to going, oh no, I powered through, but maybe I didn't have to. Maybe it would have been better if I I would have enjoyed the experience more. And this goes back to what you were saying before that we just get accustomed to going, this is going to be a traumatic experience for me. It's supposed to be so hard and so unenjoyable. And I'm, you know, it's instead of you're going, no, you can reframe the way that the whole scenario is.
1: Think of it almost as like your baby moon. Right. Is what we talk about. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, So I'm talking to those women out there who really struggled with a lot of breast infections. Okay. And yes, there's lots of, you know, reasons for why those happen. However, you know, if you think back, and sometimes I say, if you are doing too much those first couple of weeks postpartum, we do as women push and power through a lot of that. Right. And our body is trying to tell us, hey, you got to listen, you got to wake up, you Mm. know, this isn't working for me. Right. Right. And we don't listen. I always say our body's natural mechanism to make us sit down and stop is giving us a breast infection. So mastitis. Okay. Because it's like a light switch almost where you're going along, going along, going along and I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then all of a sudden you're not okay. Yeah. And you ache and you've got a fever and all these things. It's our body's way of putting us on our butts (laughs) and saying, okay. You're not going
0: to listen. I'm going to make didn't you take listen. The gentle push, yeah. So I'm going to shove you. <laughs> so okay. think about that a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's you know that's great information that you can do that. And and so from the perspective of the grandmother, yes. What's the first thing they should do when I'm trying to help my daughter? Rest? Yeah. So I think an important thing to remember
1: is everybody loves to come over and visit and hold the baby, right? Right. But that's really not the help that they need those first couple weeks. Okay. The help that they need those first couple weeks is someone to come over and help put the meals together.
0: Gotcha. Make
1: sure the laundry is still getting done and not just
0: <laughs> piling, piling up.
1: up right? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. cleaning your toilet, yes. running to Target. And of course, there's going to be baby snuggle time in there. Mm-hmm. But to come and to really be helpful is so important. Or maybe
0: it is holding baby so mom can take a shower. Oh, I'm. Uh, or I'm, so those days of not being able to have time to take a shower, <laughs> I do. i You just set that up, and my mom PTSD just hit in. Like just remembering oh my those days. Yeah. You never thought it would be
1: so hard to schedule in a shower in right. your day. <laughs>
0: appreciate what you're saying about they want to come over and hold the baby, but they want to hold the baby when the baby's happy. And right. and I remember them going, oh, people acting like they're doing me a favor by holding the baby. And I'm going, this is, they're light right then. At the beginning, they don't hardly weigh anything. So you taking them off my hands then isn't really a value. <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> I'm like, Wait till uh, they get to be 10, then come watch him. Right. He's a lot of
1: work now. Right. Different way. <laughs> and I think, too, um, it's just it's just having that having kind of almost a proactive approach of saying, Yes, I'm coming over to help and not to be entertained.
0: Ah, good point. Mm-hmm. Because
1: I think, you know, we talk a lot about visitors as well, and maybe that's a little piece we'll hit in the next segment, is, you know, new parents shouldn't be entertaining guests, including grandmas and grandpas or grandmas and grandmas or right. um that It's really it's like
0: another extension of energy that they just don't have. Well, we are giving you some great tips on how to be a great grandmother and help somebody uh, out there in that transitional time. And we're giving you some more tips on that when we get back, courtesy of our friend, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center. We'll be right back on The Mom Show on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to The Mom Show here on MyTalk 1071 easily found at mytalk com. keyword mom show. I'm Ms. Shannon, joined from Health Foundation's Birth Center by Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass. And not only are we talking about how you can be a good mom, we're helping you transition to being a great grandmother. Not in like you have multiple generations, but <laughs> Great in quotes, grandmother, so that you are not just sitting there going, all right, I'm just only leading into stereotypes I've learned from television shows. You can actually be (laughs) a very helpful, useful grandmother. And if you have any questions, you can call Dr. Amy here at The Mom Show at 651-641-1071. So,
1: well, I do want to mention we do have a fun thing coming up. That's why um, we're doing talking about this topic today. We have a grandmother's tea February 23rd at the birth center. We partnered with Welcome Baby Care. Come join us. It's for moms and daughters. Mm -hmm. So women and their mothers, soon to be grandmothers, to really help prepare the grandmas for their new role as grandparents. Yes. So come check it out. I think it's gonna be lots of fun and lots of great information. Um, And today then we're hitting on some things that won't necessarily be touched on in the class, but things that I think I've seen and defined important uh, for new grandmas to know for their role.
0: And so we talked about how you can help them go through the rest process when your daughter first comes home after the baby. Yeah. So how you can help with that. And so now we're going to talking about once you've transitioned, you know, one of the things that we don't mention as much as we do is the reality of postpartum depression.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I did want to just touch a little bit today about, um, Postpartum depression and just postpartum mood in okay. general. So everybody thinks about sadness, I think, when they think about postpartum or the baby blues or, the, you know, those are the things that we have a little bit been more conditioned to know. Right. As uh, new mothers. But, you know, there's all these postpartum moods. And so I think of it more when I am seeing women, I ask, well, how is your mood? Are you feeling angry? Are you feeling right. anxious? Are you feeling sad? Because it's not only the sadness. And sometimes um, we don't talk about that. Sometimes new moms or women in general can feel very anxious. Yes. Or very angry. Okay. And those are all within the realm of really postpartum mood. And and so I, I really am trying to talk a little
0: bit more about postpartum mood disorders, right? Instead of just postpartum depression, which I can understand how you would transverse. I mean, travel through all of those different things and Yeah, being very anxious about, am I getting this right? What am I doing? And, and right. on top of the fact is, you know, you know, piggybacking on to what you did in the previous segment about not getting enough rest. Right. Of course, you would have all of these things affecting you.
1: Yes. And, you know, when uh, we're feeling these really strong emotions, especially as a new mother, you know, we have this real going on in our heads all the time, this self-talk. But when we have some of these intense emotions, then sometimes that negative self-talk starts right. where we're thinking, wow, I shouldn't be thinking these thoughts I should be this great new mom in love with my baby, um, have these great happy feelings, be running through fields of flowers <laughs> right. with the birds singing. You know, the reality is, a lot of women feel those intense emotions or big emotions, and it's okay. It actually can be normal. Or if you're really concerned about it, please, please, please talk with somebody, whether it's your provider or a friend, or say, "Hey, you know, I'm feeling this way." And even not even, even if you just don't know what to do about it or do with it.
0: Because it's probably very difficult to articulate those yes. feelings sometimes. I had a girlfriend and it took her a while to figure out how to explain it to us. But she was feeling lonely, yeah. which she thought was so weird because she had this new baby. So you have a thing with you. You have a little person right. with you. But it's not the same because the whole time she was pregnant, it's all about her. Yes. Are you this and that? And people were catering to her as she was pregnant. Then the minute she had the baby, it was all about the baby. Yeah. So there was this sense of loss for her. Absolutely. And I think um,
1: I put up a quote on Facebook, you know, a little bit ago, and it said, mothers need just as much attention as a newborn because they have just been born. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a nice reminder because you're right. When babies are born, there's a shift of attention as well. So there's all of these other things that we're talking about happening. But then there's a shift of attention to really that baby. Right. And um that mom that that needs that much more attention to. Right. And So not forgetting about the moms as well.
0: So that's probably a good place where the, the new grandma can step in. So the reason
1: I want to bring this up is because, you know, sometimes, especially if grandmas are in the house helping or um, helping with baby or the other kids in the family, you know, they may recognize that their daughters are struggling, okay, or they may recognize that there are some of these big emotions, and um, just not dismissing it right I think just uh, recognizing or even just checking in it's that it's really giving that mo- her that mom the attention she needs, right right so, and checking in with her, and it doesn't have to be. Um, overbearing or it doesn't have to be, you know, like you're showing so much concern, right? but sometimes just acknowledging that, wow, it must be hard this first week, not getting a lot of sleep. How are you doing? Right. And, you know, if you know that she's having some postpartum mood issues or postpartum depression and she's gone in and maybe talked with somebody, it's really supporting her and not shaming her. Right. Because it starts, you know, remembering that your daughter or that new mom has that negative real already going in her head. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I not good enough to be this new mom? What am I not doing? What am I lacking? It's, it's all of this self-shaming almost. Right. That as a grandma coming in and helping stop that negative reel and not adding to it,
0: I think is super important. And probably helping them find whatever their new normal is. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think, again, it kind of gets back to... You know, even just being a presence to be helpful of making sure that she has food or laundry or she can get to her appointment, um, driving her. you know, those sorts of things. Maybe that's the way that you're showing support versus
0: talking it out. Okay, you know what I mean? Do you suggest that they uh, provide or try to suggest specific um, supports versus just, well, what do you need? Because I've had friends that are saying, well, that's too broad. I don't know what I need. So
1: you're right. A lot of times women who are really struggling postpartum, they won't be able to articulate that. Okay. And that's why sometimes in the beginning, I think it's as simple as saying, hey, how about I show up at 10 o'clock tomorrow and I'll bring you to your appointment? Good point. Okay. Or, hey, I'm going to come over tonight and make dinner. How does that sound?
0: perfect
1: you know it's it's it can be sometimes those simple things but sometimes those simple things go really far and it it's showing your daughter really that she's important in a roundabout way without right. saying you're important to me i love you <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's you're important or or and you know it's probably a fine line of going i'm here to support you and to show that you're important, but I'm not trying to take over or act like you can't do it. Right. Okay. It's kind of following your daughter's lead, right? right. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I always like to mention, too, you know, sometimes um, there are medications that might be prescribed or recommended if for some of these postpartum mood issues. Okay. I would say when I talk with women, um, and we are at this stage where we think medication will help Sometimes it's very difficult for women to hear that. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because again, right? It's It's all of that self-talk and self-thinking of, well, will it hurt my baby? Well, why am I not good enough to be able to do this without this? Or why do I need this? All of these sorts of things. And I always remind women that, wow, there is a lot going on. Right. And there's a lot of changes going on. That if this is something that might be helpful for a period of time, then let's maybe talk about and explore that. And it's not that you're doing something wrong or you're right. not good enough for all of these things. But I think having grandmothers there, if maybe they don't say anything, it's fine. But not saying, okay, well, no, you don't need those
0: medications. Exactly. Exactly. Because I
1: do see that happen. And sometimes then that mom truly doesn't get the help that she needs.
0: All right. Well, we are giving you some advice on how you can be a great grandmother as you move into this transition. You can also call us and be part of the mom show at 651-641-1071. We're going to go to the phone now. Nancy, thank you for calling and being a part of the mom show. What's your comment for Dr. Amy?
1: Hi, I was calling because I wanted to remind the new grandma's. That your daughter is also struggling with the fact that when
0: you're there, she's, she's falling into the, she's still the daughter, and she's got to come up with a role as a mom. And sometimes it's hard to do that when the grandma's there, um, because you're still in that daughter mode. And you need to, as a grandmother, recognize that and encourage the fact that she's got the confidence. She's not, you know, she's your daughter, yes, but she's the mom, and you're there to help her in her new mom role. Perfect. Yes. Thank wow, you. Wow. That we was so well that. said. Thank you. And I think that transitions well into when you're going over as this new grandmother, you're not just a visitor. You're not there to be entertained, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And right. And so, really, but gosh,
1: I just, well said. Right. As far as it's that role change for the daughter as well yes. to becoming this new mom. And, um, You know, I will say the women that I see, they Google and they read and they do podcasts. Right. They're trying to make all of these best decisions for their family. And they're trying to learn and absorb all of this information, right? So that they can transition into that role as a mom is really what's happening. Right. And yes, Nancy, as as a grandma, to just give her the space to do that. I think is,
0: is really important. Well, we're going to go to break. When we come back, what do you want to cover next, Dr. Amy?
1: We'll talk just a little bit about visitors in general and, um, and maybe a little
0: bit about just baby sleep. All right. And we do encourage you as well to be part of the mom show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center. You to have it all. Welcome back to The Mom Show here on My Talk 107.1. Find this episode and previous episodes at mytalk 1071com Find out about this great event that is going on at Health Foundations Birth Center by going to their website, health-foundations.com. You have this grandmother's tea that is coming up on February 23rd. Right, Dr. Amy? Yes, it's for daughters and new
1: grandmas to come and just learn about all the things grandmas need to learn
0: this day and age of being a grandma perfect and we encourage you to be part of the mom show the number is 651-641-1071 that's 651-641-1071 chelsea thank you very much for calling the mom show what's your your comment for dr amy hi um i was just gonna say one of the things that helped me out most when i brought my new baby
1: home about a month before he was born my mom came up and we spent all day just making meals and then putting them in the freezer. Ah, wow. So once we had okay. baby at home, go to the freezer and put it in the oven. Yes, that is an amazing resource. Thank you for sharing and, that. Yeah, it was the best thing because we just we didn't have to worry about meals. We didn't have to, didn't have to worry about what we were going to cook. Just go to the freezer, pick something out, and we had like a full meal. Not. Like mac and cheese or frozen
0: (laughs) chicken or something. Right. Probably a great bonding day for you and your mom, too, Chelsea. Yes, it was. And she even
1: stayed around to help clean up the dishes. Wow. There was a lot. I (laughs) bet you there was.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's That's a great great idea. Thanks for sharing that, Chelsea. We appreciate it. Thank you. So I think it's interesting because you're going, okay, what are the other ideas are out there? And those tips and tricks uh, that you go, it's okay, I can do this. And this is how you can be specific in your help. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those Mm
1: -hmm. meals? Mm -hmm. Fabulous. Yes. You can. And, you know, I do. Like you said, too, it's not only great to have all of these meals postpartum, but it's also great because, like you said, that was a really nice bonding experience. Probably just time to spend together. Yes. You can do it in your house. You can do it at grandma's house. You also, there's also all of these make and take places yes, mm-hmm. that you can choose. You a lot of the like grocery stores eight or eight or do that now. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. 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 But um, where you can go and make eight or 10 different meals and make a mess there. Yes. And then just walk away with all
0: of your meals. So that's a great idea. And it probably, especially right after you get home with new baby, it's nice to not feel deprived where you're like, oh, I'm only eating. You know, it's subsistence level living, you know, kind of thing. So it's nice to go, no, I have an actual meal of things that I know I enjoy as part of this experience.
1: And I think people think I'm going to have all of this time. That, oh, I don't need necessarily to think about food postpartum. You have no time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I will just tell you right now, all of this time that you thought you would have, don't plan
0: on it. Right. <laughs> and so those meals in the freezer are
1: really helpful and a great idea.
0: So what are some other tips you think that people should know? And then the other things that grandmas, new grandmas can do when they're helping out here at the beginning?
1: You know, another thing that I think is really helpful that's a little bit... Um, smaller of a project is we really encourage women to have a little basket of snacks right next to their bed or wherever they're um, nursing or feeding baby. Because generally if you have a glass of water uh, or some sort of fluid and a snack, when you're nursing or feeding baby, it's really helpful because you're hungry around that time, but it also keeps you fed, not only baby fed. Right. Um, Because that's another thing too, right? Sometimes, sometimes, Most of the day will go by and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I guess I just didn't eat today yet. Right. Um, Because, right, it's just the day just, I don't know, you blink and for however it happens, (laughs) it's gone. I don't know how that happens as a new mom, but Mm -hmm. it does. And so things like that, you know, grandma's coming over and washing all of the baby clothes or maybe your daughter washes all the baby clothes. But then you come over and fold them all. Yes. And just put them away. She you can show like you what drawer she wants yeah. you to put them in because that is
0: a huge, huge project. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like you never get anything completed. Right. Like there's always something half done. Right. And you can't actually finish things. So actually go, oh, this is put away. All the dishes are done. All of the groceries are put away. Right. It makes a big difference.
1: And I just... You know, my mom came over and she helped me with that clothes washing piece. It was huge. I was exhausted. I remember (laughs) I must have been more in my third trimester. (laughs) I was exhausted by the time that was over with. But, you know, her help really helped that get done. Right. And not have to do it all on my own. And so that's great. Yeah, so any sort of little project like that. And I think, you know, uh, another question that sometimes comes up or might be, it sounds funny, but might be a little bit of angst is the idea of a baby shower. Yeah. You know, really kind of check in with your daughter to see if that's what she really wants. Right. It sounds funny. You're like, who in the world doesn't want a baby shower? Well, you know, actually some women don't mm-hmm. or that's not in their wheelhouse. And so maybe finding another way to celebrate right. her or celebrate baby. And, you know, I almost always say to sometimes baby showers are great, but sometimes maybe it's more fun to have some sort of a friend party that actually celebrates her.
0: Fair enough. And mm-hmm. so, you know,
1: looking at sometimes those different ideas and what that can look
0: like. So there are some, I know that we're going to wrap up soonest, but we want to go over some of the resources that you can have at, that kind of like, if you're, if you're Googling things, do you have other suggestions that are better for people to look into? Well, you know, I
1: think this is where it's really helpful. You know, we talk about moms groups a lot. I right. think it'd be really fun to have grandmother groups, oh. wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Yes. Because I think then they took. Topics come up that they can talk about, that they ask questions about that maybe they don't want to ask their daughters. Right. Or they think, gosh, my daughter thinks I know about this. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Googling and trying to read and I still don't quite understand what I'm supposed to understand. (laughs) Exactly. So you can have somebody else go, here's how
0: I've done it in real life.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, sure, there's Google, there's podcasts, there's books. Um, Just talking to other grandmas. I mean, and I think too, one way I think grandmas can connect with their daughters as well is to share some of those resources that they find. Right. And um not
0: over you know, not bombard them with things, but Right, not I saw another article. I saw another article. It's like maybe you can use this as a conversation together yeah. versus or, you need to read this. Right. Yeah. Or okay. I was listening to the Mom Show and this yes. came up and so I found this
1: and I thought I'd share it with you every once in a while. Sometimes it's kind of nice. Because as a new mom, sometimes you don't have time for that or, um, yeah, it just, it, you know, sometimes resources are difficult. And right. So that might be just even a fun thing. But I think it's coming at it from the perspective of not this is what you should do
0: or this is what I did and it worked for me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more really what do you think about this? Yeah. Right. Really having those conversations. Because you don't want to feel like, you know, I, you know, you go through phases where maybe that's not what you mean as a grandmother. You're not trying to. Uh, look pushy. You're just trying to provide more information but it does feel a little overwhelming as the mom. You know, my mom sends me articles all the time and I'm like, could you stop? Like, don't send me any articles for a week. Yeah. I just, every once in a while I have to say that because I'm like, my brain thinks that you're saying I have to do this and she's just trying to, Make a conversation and thought it was just interesting. Sure, but some days you're just not in the right frame to receive that (laughs) that information. Mm -hmm. And I think
1: too, you know, as as I was thinking about this a little bit more, and I was thinking even about my own experience as a mom, but also having that relationship with my mom. You know, when you have kids and in your those early phases and they're babies and toddlers and You sometimes just feel like you're living day to day as a new mom or as a parent or as a family unit. (laughs) And I do, you know, I remember thinking and really the interactions I had with my mom were only in that grandma role with the kids. Got it. When I think back of what that looked like. And sure, I felt like we were in the thick of it. And I couldn't really think outside that box. But now that our kids are a little bit older, you know, I realize that in this last couple of years, because our kids are 10 and now almost 12, that it's almost like I'm reestablishing that relationship with my mom as my mom and a friend. Right. Not just (laughs) as another cohort (laughs) that's helping me manage this family unit. Because I think a lot of time the focus was so much on the kids, that I forgot, or maybe that we didn't have that same daughter mother daughter relationship anymore. Ah, good point. So I just throw that out there because I think that focus is so strong and so um, immersive when we have children. Just to kind of think about that as as that relationship grows. Yeah,
0: you don't want to miss out on all of that time. So yeah. you know, you do need to do some again back to mother daughter things. Yeah, that's a good point. So mm-hmm.
1: kind of think about that. But so don't forget we have this grandmother tea February twenty-third, one thirty. We it's with Welcome Baby Care. Check them out. They're really a great, wonderful resource for all of these educational pieces. Um it's really gonna be talking about how to prepare grandmothers for their new role as a grandparent. So moms and daughters come have some tea, have a snack. And really help kind of transition into those new. Roles. Are you going to bring
0: out your fancy like coffee maker tea thing that you
1: got? <laughs> can I have that experience? Right? as part
0: of the, gra- the the grandmother's tea as well.
1: Maybe I'll have the Dr. Amy little station. You can try my favorite coffee. I like
0: that. I like that. And will you know it's probably since you already have all of these resources over there, you can tell them about your protein powder and the fiber powders that you talk to me about all the time as well. So you can tell oh maybe gosh. like Can we yes. give them a little
1: dip into those things as well? Right. Well, then that'll keep moms and grandmas going. Is all of this good protein powder and um good nutrition and good supplements so all that good stuff all
0: right so make sure you check it out get more information at their website health-foundations.com and you can always find out more about dr amy and everybody here on the mom show on our website mytalk1071.com keyword mom show and we'll see you next time